wonderful people welcome once again to another episode of transform thursdays where we take your heart your mind and your life to the next level through the word of the lord thank you all so much for tuning into this episode i pray that you are blessed as you listen and i really hope that last week's episode was a true encouragement to you i hope it fueled a greater level of faith within you And I hope it comforted you and gave you a level of peace. In this week's episode, I am going to be talking about grace and how we need it. So when we think about grace, what do we think? I know there's so many different things. I know that sometimes people say grace is God's unmerited favor. I've had so many different examples and definitions of grace. But the definition or meaning that I would like to express for today's episode would be in terms of seeing grace as a sort of supernatural favor from God endowed upon a person to be able to accomplish something or walk in a specific way. And I would like us to focus on King David and Joseph in the Old Testament as examples of people who walked in their levels of grace and who was able to or who were able to accomplish what God had called them to accomplish and to do what they needed to do at their time. So the first attribute I guess of the grace is the fact that grace can be multiplied onto you and we can see this in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2. In the New King James Version it says grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So when I look at King David's life when I look at him even before he was officially a king when he was a little boy or a teenager in 1 Samuel chapter 17 and he successfully killed Goliath with the stone with the account of his life later on in life that he actually grew in his knowledge of God and because of that his grace was multiplied. I see that the grace of God was really evident upon David's life that even so that despite his failures despite his faults he was still able to walk and be called a man after God's own heart and that's just something that I realized that comes from his understanding of who God is because King David wrote some of the Psalms and when you look at some of the Psalms you can see that there's a lot of knowledge of God in there based on experience based on encounters with God based on how God has been able to save King David from the different things that he's been through so because of that the grace upon his life was increased so that's it with David and then when we look at Joseph I see first of all from Joseph's fleeing from Potiphar's wife clearly shows that he had God in mind you know in the book of Genesis chapter 39 like it's talks about his encounter with Potiphar's wife and the reason why he didn't want to sleep with her was because he didn't want to sin against God. He valued and feared God above even Potiphar finding out or whatever his flesh may have wanted in that moment and I see that his knowledge of God definitely increased because in the book of Genesis chapter 50 when he was about to die and he was telling the Israelites that you know make sure you take my bones out of this land of Egypt when God rescues you and takes you to the promised land make sure you don't leave my bones here in Egypt you can tell that from his knowledge and from what he said that he didn't believe that God's word failed 
despite the fact that his family was in Egypt, you can tell that he believed that God was able to do what he had promised them long time ago and the promises that has been given all the way to his ancestors. And from that, I could see that the grace of God upon his life definitely multiplied and definitely increased and allowed him to do the things that he was able to do from Genesis chapter 39 all the way to Genesis chapter 50 when he died. And of course, this timeline is not like, I don't know, 11 years because it's 11 chapters. No, it's probably so much more years. But just the fact that, you know, that timeline that he had from when he was a little boy or a young man to when he was an old man that died at such an old age, it really showed that he grew in his knowledge of God. And as a result, the grace upon his life was multiplied. Secondly, another attribute that I see is that the grace upon your life is needed to accomplish the task at hand and to also have all that you need for that task. So we can see this in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, where it says that God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you, always having all sufficient in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. So we see that the grace upon your life and the grace that God gives to you allows you to have more than enough to be able to do what you need to do. And having that more than enough doesn't necessarily only translate to financial abundance, but it also means strength, wisdom, everything else that is possible that is necessary for you to be able to abound to every good work. And with King David, we see it with the fact that as a king, all that he needed to do to lead his men, lead them in the wilderness, lead them in the battles, especially at those times when he was hiding from King Saul. And King Saul just wanted to kill him and God's grace upon David's life was able to rescue him and keep him and keep all his warriors with him. And even when he was able to actually be the king, you could tell that God's grace was upon him to be able to accomplish and actually be a king and a man after God's own heart. And we also see with Joseph as well. Joseph was successful through the grace of the Lord. He was successful in saving the Israelites from extinction pretty much when the famine came upon the surrounding land and everything because God had given Pharaoh that dream and Joseph was able to translate the dream and because of that translation and interpretation he was then awarded a prime minister of Egypt because he was like second in command and with that second in command he was able to lead and accomplish what he needed to accomplish during those years and even afterwards while in leadership and we see that grace upon his life really abound for all the work that he needed to do in Egypt and even the work that he needed to do in creating the land of Goshen or separating the land of Goshen for his brothers and their family and his father's family. We see that he was able to have that wisdom and have everything that he needed to be able to prosper in that aspect because the fact that he was able to ask Pharaoh the proper questions to be able to help him and you know even Pharaoh's willingness to be able to help him as well was truly something that came from God because of the grace upon Joseph's life 
And thirdly, another attribute that we see is that the grace allows you to be able to love others and forgive them as God has called you to do. Because when you have the specific grace upon your life, you're able to see others in the way that God will have you see them because you understand yourself, because you understand your position with God, and because you understand the mercy of God upon your life. And with King David and his story and his family, David... I think in one portion when one of his sons had died, one servant really wanted to tell David the good news and kind of like brag and tell him, oh, I did it for you. I defeated the one that was coming after your throne. But David was so sad. And I think people didn't really understand David because he had such a love even for his enemies. Like when you look at it with even Saul, David was sad when King Saul died. Now, when King Saul died, like you would think after, like finally, let's rejoice this king that has been chasing you for no good reason, just because he's just jealous. You would think that David would rejoice at that. But David was so sad. And to me, it just shows the grace of God upon his life in allowing him to be able to see others in such a great loving way, allowing him to not be jealous, allowing him not to yield to the flesh and what could have easily been possible and what could have easily been done. And then when we also look at Joseph, a prime example with Joseph is when his brothers, like your brothers, then again, it's his father's sons and not his mother's sons. So I guess they were technically his half-brothers um, since his actual one full brother was still young. But still, the only reason why they did not kill him or the only reason why they sold him to slavery is because it was just better to get money from his departure than to kill him, which is just so sad. And I guess that's why when they realized it was him, they really thought that, man, let's tell him that our father said don't kill us when the dad died. Because otherwise, if Joseph was walking out of the flesh and walking not in the grace of God, not in the lens of God to see his brothers through that love of God, then Joseph could have clearly just killed them and clearly just sent them to some dungeon or have them be some slaves and everything. But he gave them the best. He really wanted to show them the love of God. And I think it's the grace of God that allows him to do that, that allows him to be able to, or allowed him, since he's dead now, that allowed him to be able to love his brothers and see them with the eyes of God. And he even said, you know, that what you intended for evil, God turned it around for good, which means he had the perception from God and not necessarily from what humans should have said and would have said. And I thought that was just really amazing and it's a great way that the grace of God allows you to be able to walk in love so just David and Joseph are just great examples of love and people who did not allow what they saw in terms of what would be normal to do to actually stop them from walking and what God has actually called them to walk in and then I guess like when we then look at what they've done what can we do what do we have to do in terms of our own lives and in terms of you know recognizing our grace so I think the first thing is, of course, recognizing the grace of God in our lives. And with Romans 12 verse 6, 
In the New King James Version, it says, Having then gift differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith or ministry, let us use it in ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, and he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. To me, this shows that the grace of God that is upon us walks in alignment with the giftings of God upon our lives and like I mentioned earlier about you know being able to accomplish a certain thing seeing it in terms of our life's purpose and what God has created us to do and recognizing that that grace is unique for each and every one of our giftings and once we recognize that grace it's then easy to walk in that grace without comparisons just because you understand that you're in your own path and your grace is sufficient for you and i believe in earlier episodes i've mentioned that grace is christ and jesus christ is grace we are blessed and if we are blessed and walking with god he's going to direct our path as he has promised once we have requested him to come into our lives and we've given our lives to him and we have yielded to him on that then it's easier for us to be able to walk in it and walk in our own path without feeling like we must be doing what somebody else is doing and it also eases up so much pressure because imagine having to feel like you must be a fashion designer because all your friends are fashion designers but you have zero talent in designing something and whatever you draw looks like you know stick men (laughs) i think that that's just so unfair for us to put ourselves in those positions but when you realize the grace upon your life is to be an athlete maybe you run a hundred meters so fast like i don't know in such a short time maybe like seven seconds or something like that I don't know if that's crazy, but maybe that is your talent and maybe your talent is to speak to other people, other aspiring athletes and tell them and help train them. But you're here trying to be a fashion designer when you don't even have that grace to be a fashion designer and to solve clothes and everything like that. So I think it's very important for us to understand the grace and recognize it. And it really eases up all unnecessary pressures from us. And it also allows us to appreciate the grace on other people's lives. So then you in your athletic self and skills and gifts you can appreciate your fashion designer friends that when they want something athletic they can come to you and ask you on training tips and everything and you walk in your grace in that and when you need designing ideas and inspirations you can go to them because they have the grace in it they have the skills they have the talents and they are actively walking in it and it can be seen that gift that talent that strength can be seen in them And so I think that's really helpful. And with that, we can truly love without comparison. We can truly love freely and love ourselves too, because I think sometimes we tend to not love ourselves and tend to not appreciate what God has given to us and what God has said, this is what I want to give to you. And this is what I believe is best for you. So I think it's very important for us to recognize that grace and to embrace it and walk in it because you're not going to go wrong with walking in the grace that God has given to you. So that's just all I wanted to share for us today. I hope you've 
enjoy the episode. I hope you've been blessed. I hope it's giving you something to think about so that you go home or you are home, wherever you're at. You just go back in your personal time and just think about what grace do you have and what gifting can that grace be expressed through and allow God to speak to you on that because he's more than able to help and he's more than willing to help too as well. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you've all been blessed. Don't forget to share this episode with your loved ones and those that you really care about to remind them that, you know, they have their own grace that they can walk in and that they too are blessed and everyone together when we all recognize our giftings and our talents and the grace of God upon our lives, then we are all so much better for it. Thank you once again. Bye and God bless you.